0: who don't want to be cool. See? You just made the list.
1: Bam! Welcome, welcome, welcome into WWEGL on Weagle 91.1 FM. I am your host and new undisputed WWEGL champion, Logan Hurston, and I'm of course joined by my co-host, Killer Cooper Prater. Howdy. Howdy. Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, of all of the weeks to not do a podcast (laughs) (laughs) it had to be last week where the entire wrestling world i swear to say here's all of the news you could ever want
1: punk heard that we were off the air and he said it's my time right it's (laughs) my time i mean literally we get up you know what i found out Punk got kicked off by you sending a picture of the shirt. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And then I checked Twitter because oh, I work. Oh, I broke the news to you? you broke, I was like, what do you mean by that? And I and I went to the bathroom at work and I checked Twitter and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> I mean, like, look, is it the right decision? Yes. yes. Is it the decision I thought they were going to make? No. <laughs> right, right. Um, speaking of, um, we have cut ties with one Noah G. Phillips from the show. He will no longer be on after a uh, brutal backstage assault on Alex Houston. He's not with us today. Um, had to go up to Washington, D.C. to watch the Commanders play. Uh, Dan Snyder left. It's like Vincent Mann leaving WWE. Was, he was celebrating. But <laughs> Noah will no longer be on the show, your former WWE champion. Don't ask about him. Don't chant him. I know we're in his hometown. Look, this but. is
2: not a decision that we wanted to make, right?
1: It's uh, what we had to make for the uh, safety
2: I, I have never feared for my life and during a podcast recording before <laughs> until <laughs> no that goes. man stood
1: up and started yelling at you. He put a contract in your face. <laughs> exactly. He tried to give send you a cease and desist letter. That's right, he did. <laughs> Good riddance. Good That's riddance. What That's what I say. You know. Um. But welcome back into WEGL. Like we said, um, we left and everything went to crap. Um. <laughs> to put it lightly, CM Punk is gone. Um. Crab Brave. We Brian
2: Danielson's back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um,
1: it's not all. It's not all crap. It's not all crap. No, 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 no. Because surprisingly, AEW with literally every single card stacked against them, pulled out an absolute phenomenal pay per view. Possibly, it's definitely top five or three of all AEW pay per views. I would me. say so, certainly. Um, and one of their best ever. Everyone was crapping on all out, saying it was gonna be terrible. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yes, I will admit the build was not perfect. It no, was not no, great
2: build. Build was bad. But Let's be entirely honest, but they delivered. Yeah, um, which is part of, um, I think, sort of the, the ongoing conversation around what a post-punk, ha 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 uh, AEW <laughs> is going to look like. Um, which uh, you know, hey, look, say what you will about the guy, and we will uh, <laughs> later on. Um, but it. It did seem as though, you know, he, for his segments at least, you know, he had a very good idea for story. Um, the yeah. Ricky Starks feud, seemingly that was going to uh, pay off it all out, uh, I thought was really well done. Um, and you know, uh, but AEW in general as a company has this history of relying on the fact that they have probably the the best roster of professional wrestling talent in the world... And allows them to be the best roster, too. Right. That will, 100% of the time, knock it out of the park in ring on their big shows mm-hmm. that they feel like they can coast for the build. And I think that that, that was especially true for this, uh, yeah. this particular show. Um, so all of the, the praise that we're about to dump on that show comes with that caveat yeah. at, the, at the front
1: end. I also, I haven't got to say... Um, I said and new, but I haven't got to do my promo yet. Oh. Um, the belts are back after Noah threw them and put a big old X on the <laughs> titles. I've cleaned them off, shined them up, broke one of the straps on this one. Um, and the, the undisputed WWE Championship is back after five long months away from me. The, the real of, world champion. The real said. world champion. Unified. Right. Unified. Unified. <laughs> Um, five long months from WrestleMania, I got him back. I'm feeling like Seth Rollins, not just because I had the championship, but just like Seth Rollins, I have a bad back too. <laughs> so please, Cooper, do not turn into Shinsuke and target it. And this is being 100 percent legit. My back has been killing me, brother. Oh, I'm sorry. Carrying the show so hard, that, you know. Um, I probably will lose him at WrestleDream. <laughs> But hey, man, if you do, it probably won't be to me because that's an A.W.
2: show and Fast I Lane. just have no
1: luck whatsoever. Do we, do we even know when Fastlane is? I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. I don't. Uh, probably, I don't know, in like three weeks is my guess. Hey, did you – it's going to be like around that time. I think they're going to be like cl- probably close to back-to-back. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you see that Uh, Christian Cage, obviously his gimmick is, you don't have a father. The, yeah, the dead yeah. dad detector. Well, now Gunther's turning into the bad father detector on Raw. He told, he said, Chad Gable, as much a great in ring predator was. He said he uses little girls as bait, and he's a terrible father <laughs> on his nice. championship celebration. Also, longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. We have been freed of that scourge <laughs> of the business that they call the honky tonk man. He is gone. His rate at conventions just went drastically down. I know. What's what's he gonna do now? What, <laughs> what is he
2: gonna you know print on his uh, little signs? Second longest rating.
1: Yeah, right. It's like why don't you just you know honky tonk man? Why don't you just honky tonk your tail somewhere else? That's I what know, I, I
2: guess he can he can promote the fact that he's Jerry Lawler's cousin or something like it, you know. is he? Yeah, he he
1: actually is. I also want to bring back. Um, we mentioned in the last episode. We talked about Terry Funk. I think that was the last one before the break, right? Yes, I believe so. Um, I did listen to the album, so uh, very awesome. good. It, it genuinely—I have not smiled in so long. You Trying to hear Terry Funk sing city pop is <laughs> literally the greatest. Unironically, though, the production on that album phenomenal. If you so inclined, you should. If you want to, you should seek it out. And, um, great stuff. But
2: there's but- a great moment in. Uh, I think it's, I think it might be the title track. The uh proud texan
1: proud texan test, yeah
2: where um uh you know this backup singer actually the main singer of the song is like talking about how great terry funk is <laughs> and and then suddenly like a i don't know like a like a siren's call from the distance you hear terry funk say there's no man that I fear. In <laughs> like his like little Kermit the Frog voice, <laughs> it's like, yeah, Terry. I'm you sure tell there is. Well, Let me
1: yeah. say I was trying my hardest to try to buy that album on Discogs, and at some point when I become rich and famous, because obviously wrestling <laughs> podcasts pay that. You know, I've learned anything from our former comrade that we par- apparently sell tickets. And, right, you know, right. Um, gotta get heat. Sell gotta tickets. get heat. You know. Uh, but, hey, I'll
2: tell you this though. Whenever we. Decide to knuckle down and uh, go to Tokyo for Wrestle Kingdom or something. <laughs> uh, we're gonna stop by one of those uh, wrestling shops over there. And, oh, and, and for I sure. I just have a ball.
1: I get like a liger mask, like or tiger exactly. mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, my one friend went to Japan, and I sent her a picture of liger's mask, The tiger mask. And said, "If you see any of these, I don't care the price. <laughs> right. Just buy, just buy." Or I, you know, um, I'll be looking for great Texan brother. I'll tell you that. That's what <laughs> I'm gonna be looking for. I'm gonna be looking for that. Apparently, they have like some spoken word Terry Funk albums, or like um, all the themes from like back in uh, back. What what's all Japan themes? Yeah, like yeah. That. So we'll be we'll be looking for those. But what do you want? You want to get them with? You want to start with some WWE Fed talk, or do you want to start with all out payback? Uh, uh, we can start out with with payback.
2: Yeah, I think so. Uh, chronologically. I mean, let me look up that card real quick. Um, Another show with poor build. Uh, yeah. speaking of, actually, I would argue maybe even worse build than, no, than all I, out. I, I agree.
1: Um, because at least all out had Mox and orange, so. Right, right. Had Mox and orange,
2: had, I mean, granted this is last minute, but Danielson and Starks. Yeah. Um, the only thing really going into the show that I was hyped about was, uh, Seth and Shinsuke. And that's Which, purely off of the back of that one video package,
1: uh, where I know about your where bag.
2: all of a sudden, like IWGP Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> decided to show up on WWE programming, and I was like, "Oh, nice, nice to meet you again." Good, nice
1: time. to meet you. They actually <laughs> let you speak your native language, and they brought the Great Muda to fill. Was wait, was it? That's fantastic. Pittsburgh, yeah, I think it was pittsburgh pennsylvania yeah to first of all that's not the great i of sitting in the crowd that was cagey mudo, brother yeah. um come on now there is no mask there was no paint he's got the baseball cap on <laughs> With like an old dad just like he does not know where he's at right yeah. now he said this is not real grabs i got an email telling me to be here like, <laughs> <laughs> um and they they really set that man in the front row to watch shinsuke lose oh i didn't even think about that yeah that's kind of cruel <laughs> that is very man. cruel um let's see first match actually one of the best matches on the card is a top two trish and becky still cage
2: oh this is fantastic it was great oh my goodness um i i've gone on and on and on about how much i've loved this uh current trish stratus run thank you trish this is thank you trish <laughs> this is like peak of of her entire career um and this is a match of the year uh, that I've added to, to my list. That, dude, in the time that we've been off, I've added so many matches on here. I'm not shocked. So, um, yeah, it's been a good week for wrestling. But, man, this, yeah, what a way to kick off the show. Um, one of the best cage matches just in recent WWE history. I'm For sure. I mean, I'm sure that there's other ones that – you know, can can equal to it or top it, but I'm just having a hard time thinking think of them right there now. There was like a good Owens
1: uh, Roman match in a cage during like pandemic times, something like that. But, but it's also pandemic, so that's right. with a grain of salt. Um, but I mean, I can't think of any other ones that like. Remember too when they tried to do Becky. Remember what this this feud started with um, Bailey and Becky in a cage, which then led to the the WrestleMania, which now it finally ends with Becky. Finally, getting another cage match. That's right. Yeah, yeah. With
2: uh, with Trish. Um, yeah, I've i totally forgot that this this whole them trajectory as has has revolved around cages. Um, but uh, I will say that Becky is uh, you know there was a time I think around about like pandemic era um, and a little bit before then even where like I thought maybe she was kind of getting a little like stale with like the character stuff Mm -hmm. um i think she's pretty much like right back in that sort of like you know peak the man kind of you know sort of uh tone to, to her matches um yeah also this just goes to show how idiotic of a decision it was to keep this match off of SummerSlam. Yes. Like, you're telling me you had this in the chamber, but you had to make way for the Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, like, fake MMA match? Like, Come okay,
1: on yeah. Or they could have just had both, honestly. Um, you could,
2: yeah, ideally, have both. Show everybody, you know, the, the full breadth of your uh, women's w- roster. Um, I, I was not a particularly big fan of, of that uh, Shane ronda Mac. yeah uh, but that notwithstanding you know um there's no reason not to if you have if you have something that is as like just on fire as this one was you have no reason not to put it on like the biggest show in this season
1: for sure and it was like a super long build too like comparatively to like Shane and ronda way longer right. story and stuff like that right um, so, which
2: like had like a month from money yeah. in the bank yeah
1: then you got Miz versus L.A. Knight with, yeah, L.A. Knight picking up the win with, wasn't John Cena the special guest for week Yes, he was. Yep, and then Miz hit John Cena, or should I say John Cena, with a, with, in quotations, <sighs> right. a soul fushing finale, the, the sickest move I've ever seen on Raw the next night. But <laughs> pretty good match. L.A. Knight won. The right man won. Yes, yeah. And L.A. Knight can move on to bigger and better things, and he got his Miz feud out of the way. Hopefully.
2: <laughs> um... <laughs> We we say that there is there is no limit to which WWE will not pull somebody back into a Miz feud.
1: Well, <laughs> currently he's shooting with the next generation's Miz, Grayson Walla, and Austin Theory. So
2: we will get to Austin Theory.
1: Later <laughs> on. Speaking of Austin Theory, Austin Theory versus Rey Mysterio over in the United States. I'm not preaching Austin <laughs> Theory here, brother. I said I liked him in a <laughs> ball, right? And he was fine in XT. I feel like.
2: I have seen enough <laughs>
1: at this point. The most Atlanta man.
2: To say that the most Atlanta man is not a particularly good wrestler. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> but also, I feel like everyone gets worse in the WWE style. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Because, like, look at his matches in NXT. He was a lot better. His matches in NXT were fine.
2: Um, I've never vibed with, like, whatever character stuff he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in ring, he's he's serviceable at best. Right. But at worst, which I think that this performance was one of those, <laughs> and the WrestleMania John Cena performance, and a couple of other ones in between, then um, are definitely at his worst. He is like he the the best way I can compare it to is you know when Randy Orton gets like really checked out on a feud, yes, <laughs> and like it's just all headlocks <laughs> all the time. Um, it's it's like a version of that, but. He's trying
1: to still convince me that he's interested, <laughs> which somehow makes it worse. No, you can tell. Yeah. You can tell. That that man's done. He He, everything's, he needs a complete character reset at this point. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which reset. Which is a shame
2: because it's Rey Mysterio, and I love Rey Mysterio.
1: Hey, at least Rey Mysterio is a champion in 2023. There you go. Um, with that being said, we are going to a quick PSA break. We'll be back with these brief messages. Welcome back into WWE We were talking about WWE Payback from the other weekend. Um, let's go ahead and continue that conversation. Just mentioned the United States Championship match. We won't mention who's in it. Um, <laughs> and then now we are getting to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Judgment Day in a Steel City street fight. I don't know how I was. This is the only one I was like 50-50 on. We, I think me and No went like five or six for the predictions. This is the one we both got wrong. Oh, okay. Um, and I was really like... Reason says Judgment Day should win here mm. because it's 5-on-2, which is what happened in the match. But, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Turn that microphone on. Uh, someone has turned on the microphone.
0: <laughs> How you doing, folks? You're welcome for the ratings, Pop, by the way. <laughs> Today, I come to you not as a natural, not as notorious. I come to you as Noah Grayson Phillips. I am a real one in a history and a business of fakeness. (laughs) I, Noah, I'll be honest with the folks out there. I wasn't thrilled to lose my titles this past weekend in an AEW All Out show that had nothing to do with actual wrestling and all about backstage politics. Because at the end of the day, I had a terrible week. I'll be honest with the folks out there and the two of you in this room. I ended up crying in a Waffle House at 3 (laughs) a.m. But at the end of the day, no matter how much this life tries to knock me down, I always come back stronger and better than I was at the past. No matter what trials and tribulations come in front of me, I always overcome them. And that's why you can't fire me. I'm the best in the world, and I am the real world's champion of this company and the entire United States of America, the entire planet Earth, and the entire Milky Way. And I got right here a bag that proves it. (laughs) And inside this bag is the thing that makes me that real world's champion, so I don't care if you're over there in Columbus, Georgia, Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, Hotlanta, Georgia, anywhere up and down the east and west coast out there in Cali, still licking your wounds after Auburn beat you,
1: I am your world's heavyweight champion. Well, this might be the only opportunity I get to say this in Noah's face. With a tear in my eye, (laughs) this is the greatest day of my life. Um, Let's get back. Noah is on the podcast. Aren't you officially the shortest reigning WWE yeah, World, world so.
0: Heavyweight Champion?
1: Are you, well, neither of you are the real also, World Champion. Also, I want to say one more time to your face. Two time! Two time! Two time. Um. Also, we have not mentioned... Happy birthday, Cooper! Yeah! It's happy my birthday. Yay! Anyway, WWE Payback, the Steel City Street Fight.
2: Pretty good. Pretty good.
1: Like best match on the card.
2: Um, Owens. It's 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 a toss up, I think, between that and And, and Trish Becky. Trish Becky.
1: Um, Owens Shadowbladed. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good thing Alex isn't here, so (laughs) I wouldn't have to hear him complaining about.
1: Uh, oh, why why did we see him?
2: You know, get cut open. Whatever. It's like okay, it's a street fight, dude.
1: Also, Judgment Day. Finally, I guess. All champions. Yeah, yeah. Um, their,
2: their own prophecy of gold is fulfilled.
1: I think it was time for Owens and Zane to lose the belt, so I'm excited to see where this goes afterwards. Um, also, Damian Priest has now the senior Money in the Bank purple briefcase.
2: Oh, that's a good briefcase. It is a good briefcase. Um, for, just a shame
1: who gave it to him. <laughs> um, him and uh, Redacted. Did uh, you, you hear about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. we're we not going to get in that, but uh, – it's just a lot of troubles there in the, the House of McMahon, unsurprisingly.
0: You mean the House of Endeavor after tonight? Yeah,
1: after tonight. Won't have to worry about that. It'll be the House <laughs> of Endeavor. Um, then we had the Grayson Waller effect with Cody Rhodes, where he announced that Jay Uso is now the newest member of Monday Night Raw. He said he had to pull some strings. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this means Cody goes to SmackDown. That's my hope. That's probably where they're going with it, I Um. Think. And Rhea Ripley defeated... Noah. Talk about a bad weekend. The most over woman in the House of Phillips lost, Rhea Ripley. Raquel Rodriguez got beat um, as she hit the prison trap and power slam after uh, Dom helped her out, obviously. Dom interference.
2: Okay. Uh, about this match. Um, well, I say about this match. About Raquel uh, Rodriguez in general. Am I correct in assuming that the most characterization that they've given her still is the fact that she has back muscles. Yes. Okay.
1: And if, she's like super happy baby face. Right. Right.
2: Um, if that is the case, uh, I think it is unfortunate that they decided to put her in the ring with a woman who probably the only woman who has more defined back muscles than her <laughs> in then. Rhea Ripley. Um, but but, like, but
1: Raquel is taller. <laughs> right, right. There you go. There you go. So they are different people. Yep. Um, and Raquel's from Texas. Right. That is also. There true. you go. Um,
2: she was carrying yeah. Bob Booker T. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> she was reality um, wrestling.
2: But uh, no, I thought I thought it was fine. Uh, I just wish they've that... had better matches. Yeah, they've had better matches, and I just wish that they would give Raquel literally anything to do actually. Yeah, she was like a um,
1: heel for most of her time in NXT even when she won the title. And
2: like a really charismatic one too. Yep. Like who had a really defined, you know, voice of her own. Uh um, you know, her, I remember her like big turn against Dakota Kai and oh. the, you know, they popped so huge for that.
1: So Awesome. Yeah. Um, and the main event, Seth Rollins beat Shinsuke Front of Keiji Muto <laughs> in Pittsburgh of all places. Hey, maybe and Nakamura just... attacked them after the bell, and now I think Seth wants another match. And Nakamura's like, no. So, maybe,
2: maybe Hunter like called up Gato over in New Japan, and he's like, hey, I think I'm gonna they want to do something with Shin on uh, on Saturday. What do you recommend? And Gato was like, I don't know, just have him lose a bunch and for like four years, and then he'll win something, and people will be happy about it. So He's like already maybe, done that. Uh, yeah, I was about to say. I uh,
1: like that's that's being generous. <laughs> I mean, I've seen Shinsei do nothing for so long that I forgot that he beat John Cena when he got to the main roster because I was off. Oh my back God, you're there. right. You Clean. Did. He hit. He hit John Cena with a back drop, drop driver. He's a Royal Rumble winner. Yes. He's a re- what he, are we doing? <laughs> he should be a WrestleMania main eventer because he won the Rumble. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, AW All Out. Yeah. AW All, All Out. Out. Let me look at the card for that. There's so see the good thing is this is the only thing I'll say about WWE. They had like six matches on the card. Eight, all Out had like thirteen. Yeah. so I'm not remembering all of these matches. I do um,
2: appreciate the the conciseness of a WWE card. Oh yeah, sometimes you just you know
1: sometimes you just you, you love it. Um anyway, AEW All Out. We're gonna skip. Um I assume the pre-show matches. Um, yeah, I don't remember much happening except for the battle royal. I don't think this is an order. Oh no, I remember the order now. I'm looking at it better than you, Bay Bay, defended their tagging titles against the Dark Order. Mm. Had a pretty good match, and NJF selling that neck. Um, I love the Budge callbacks, um, mm-hmm. and John Silver in the Dark Order healing it up to the crowd it was a pretty nice touch, and obviously Kangaroo Kick double close line first retain. What really matters. Is what happened after the match. Absolutely. The greatest callback ever of Samoa Joe, like the jerky, is using his champ's choice to come out first and shove MJF because he can. And of course, MJF, even with a bad neck, he can't let his pride down. They get into a brawl and Joe, like, dislocates MJF's neck from his body. And then him and Shane Taylor have a match.
2: Man, you remember back in, like, I don't know 2019 or whatever when WWE wanted Samoa Joe to be a commentator. <laughs> Do I remember you remember that. I That's I have crazy. the picture of Joe in a poncho
1: crazy. at WrestleMania where it was getting rained out. Yeah.
2: Um oh my it, it just makes me so happy to see him being used I think as he should be um He's so good. as a as a proper monster um you know a, a very credible threat. To the world title mm-hmm. um and i mean if you watch the the promo segment from dynamite after you know that he can hold his own with mjf like nobody's business oh, yes so um he commands respect absolutely absolutely um yeah i thought the the opening match was fun mostly it, i think it just exists to keep better than you baby like fresh in the fans minds and to keep that momentum rolling yep um but yeah, the the setup for this next title feud I think is really really well done, uh, and I loved the explanation for it on Dynamite as well.
1: And then Tony Khan obviously is booking to me because we have two certified big meaty men's back meat matches. Because next with Samoa Joe is Shane Taylor, oh, they were who were just they? Yeah. throwing haymakers at each other all night. The they were not going for headlocks. They weren't going. They were just punching the heck out of each other, suicide dives, Gokita clutch, and that's it. You know, they were just throwing haymakers, and I was rocking with it. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, yeah, I th- I thought it.
2: Uh, unfortunately, this match was I think maybe the shortest on the card. Yeah, probably. But I did I think leave an impression and a good impre- a good big stage impression for Shane Taylor, especially.
1: But I think that makes sense too for like, you know, big guys to go shorter because they don't go as long as. It, right, you know. right. Um, uh,
2: yeah, I thought I thought it was a a, a good showcase.
1: What was next? Was, was it? it
2: was not Miro Hobbs? Was it?
1: I think it might have been Miro Hobbs, yeah. Cause I think it was Miro Hobbs in the TBS, right? Meet. Meet. meet, 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 meet forever. Meet forever. That's that's definitely in sync. Um <laughs> This match, if you talk about. A, I want to commend the Chicago crowd. I thought you were going to ruin this pay per view, and you made it. Um This match was certified big meaty man second meet match of the year Ooh. candidate in my eyes i mean phenomenal stuff and then the hot and flexible cj perry wife of miro came out <laughs> after the match and miro said nah miss me with that and left this is cinema I, I don't no complaints perfect
2: um, i'm going to steal this uh, this one joke from i think it was trevor dame on twitter uh, who said that miro reacting to the presence of an attractive woman who wants to be with him <laughs> by yelling, you're not real, is the most relatable his character has ever
0: been. <laughs> I, I did see that. <laughs> he Noah? Just like, he just like me. He me. just like me. <laughs> we don't have a lot of
1: time, but Noah, you have thoughts on this match? Man.
2: Oh, this is also on my match of the year list, by the way. Yes, be good, good for Some, good reasons.
1: Somebody redeem my man Miro, please. <laughs> 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 but that being said, we're gonna go to a quick PSA break. We'll probably still talk about this match <laughs> after the break, yeah. and we'll get into more of that AEW All Out card after these brief messages. Welcome back into WWE GL, and we go to ninety-one point one FM. You're not real. <laughs> You're not real. We were. <laughs> we were still talking about the Miro Hobbs match during the break. I mean, I can't. I could. I could probably talk for, like, a good 15 yeah, about this yeah. match. It's just, you know, I'll just say this. If you do feel so inclined, you should seek this match out.
2: If you're into just, I don't know, seeing Hoss match. some horses just throw some potatoes, you know, <laughs> this,
1: this is the one for you. Oh, uh, meat. <laughs> <laughs> Every strike, just amazing. I think next was TBS, right? Uh, That sounds right. I think it was TBS and then uh, Danielson and then Kenny. Right? That sounds right. Or no, it was TBS, the Danielson, then the tag. I was gonna say you're the one with the card in front of you. I, well, <laughs> it's not in <an> order. <laughs> Why? Go on. The don't Wikipedia go in order. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, Why are I'm you not, worried not, about I mean, the order? Well, I like going in order. In speaking of order, the Wikipedia TBS one has all of the
2: the matches in order. That's what I'm saying.
1: TBS title match, which included Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho with Saray at ringside, and um, that crazy. Tony Storm appearing from under the apron. Pretty good match. Zoolander uh, gear from Chris Statlander. Yeah, I
2: popped hard for the Zoolander <laughs> gear. Uh Chris doing some some blue steel
1: on her way down in the ring. Oh, fantastic. Uh, you can't see my face, so that, that was pointless, but oh, also Hangman gave $50,000 to the Chicago Education Fund, which is pretty nice. Boo! <laughs> Boom! This cheering. man. They were cheering the Hangman. Yeah.
2: Um didn't didn't punk like shout out that charity, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like probably, a, a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Probably,
1: every every everything is is about him. Um, I thought this match was pretty good. Um, I was really hoping. So it didn't win because I thought Satlander had legs, and I thought that Tony, being crazy and interfering at the end, and then on the promo this week being like, I didn't do anything. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, I don't I have a that memory. Was really of it. Nice touch. Um, look out for the shoe. <laughs> uh, is what I had to say. But, I mean, like, I can't – I mean, I it was just a good match. I mean, you put these two in a match, together; you know, it's going to be good. Yeah. Um. I also like Soho's story of still not being ever able to win any big match. Uh, You say her story. I
2: don't know that that was intentionally, like, her story. Or I think
1: it was for the tournament because, I mean, like, the last two years, she's lost every tournament final she's been. She gets to the final and loses. Right. And she hasn't won any of her title opportunities, so.
2: See, that's that's true. That I think that was – the one going in for this tournament, but that's trying to reverse engineer uh, something out of uh, yeah. uh, you know, an absolutely abhorrent uh, use of the most like stacked women's roster in wrestling, True. aside from like NXT or an Impact. Um, so yeah, um, I will never uh, you know doubt the wrestling abilities of Ruby Soho and Chris Statlander. They're fantastic. <laughs> um, I just wish, as always and I will keep banging this drum until it gets corrected, that they were given just something to chew on. Yeah, and some kind of, you know...
1: More women's matches. One women's match on each of these pay-per-views is pitiful.
2: Right. Like, yeah, and particularly because, if I remember correctly, um, like, for Double or Nothing and, like, Full Gear before that um, and Revolution, maybe, it's, there's been a TBS title match and a women's title match. Yep. So what is... What are we doing? I'm here?
1: pretty sure I think the most they had was I think uh was it Full Gear where they had all three? Or it may have been like the original double or nothing. There was one where they had Jade at a match, um whoever was winning champions had a match, and then it was Soraya and uh uh Britt Baker. Oh that's right, and like an and exhibition. Like, yeah. And they had three pretty solid, you know.
2: Right. Um Yeah. That is once again a larger structural problem with AEW that still unfortunately remains to this day. But they absolutely the performers knocked it out of the park with what they were given, and Tony Storm needs to be on every single program, every <laughs> single week for like ten minutes straight, just doing her whatever it is that she's doing right now because it's hilarious. The starlet gimmick, yes.
1: Um, then we get to Starks and Danielson. Oh my! This is like easily. This is on my match because this is like top five, easy. Real wrestling is back. On Real ball, wrestling boys. is back. We had these men bleeding. Danielson didn't miss a beat. I did like that Starks didn't do anything to his arm because, like, all right, brother, you don't need to be hitting that. <laughs> right. right. Um, but Steve got involved. <laughs> Steve got thrown back whenever Danielson did that suicide dive. Mm. I mean, they were smacking the heck out of each other with that show. I also love... Before the match, Danielson said, the last time I was in a strap match, it was someone I loved, and we beat the heck out of each other. Imagine what I'm going to do to you. And he's talking about the Fiend match. Yep, the Fiend match, earlier, which yeah. is Bray Wyatt's best match. In mm-hmm. my yeah, uh,
2: that was really touching. Um, but, uh, man, just, like, the, I'm a, I'm a big mark for, you know, all the, like the hardcore stuff that AEW does, mm-hmm. because I think they, for the most part, Tend to weave an emotional uh, core through it. Like, there is a reason, typically, why the people who are getting busted open. People joke about Mox, but I think Mox even has, you know, a reason for why he bleeds yeah. all the time. He's been
1: on a streak you know? of not getting busted open lately, so. <laughs> Which fits into his, his character now. Yep.
2: Um, as somebody who inflicts violence rather than takes it. Um, but I think that AEW that handles the more hardcore and you know the the spots that make you wince uh really really well and and this was just a a prime example of it like this is something i would show somebody to be like hey this is why you know the the extreme you know super violent part of wrestling has such a devoted fan base because you get these great little character moments from it when two people are absolutely pushed to the brink of what they'll do. Yeah. And just like s- slapping like Ricky in like directly in the face with, with that, like two yeah. layers of strap. Just oh man, it was like it, it at some points very tough to watch. Yes. Um and uh the the ending to also um, a phenomenal callback uh, to to Danielson's uh, WWE firing, <laughs> I yes. thought.
1: Um, and just Ricky not giving up, especially after that kind of tweener promo after the collision after Punk, you know. Absolutely, yeah, um, yeah. Where he's like, I'm so fed up right now, but I will not quit. You have to kill me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I love the commentary. He's like, he didn't kill Ricky, but he got close. Right, right. You know. And I mean, like the you could see, oh man his eyes with the pop out of his head. Oh my! Ricky God. Starks is such a great seller. Yes.
2: Uh, that that's an aspect of his that I don't think gets praised enough. But yeah, he really makes you feel.
0: Yeah. What if instead of that, we had Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in there instead?
2: Uh, I think that that would have made this match uh, a whole even lot worse. <laughs> even, I think it would have made it uh, give, better, brother. Give, the, give that match uh, ten stars. So I want to watch some arm
1: th- drags, brother. three way with all of them are out of Oh, even better! <laughs> yes, yeah. Dragon versus dragon versus Ricky. We throw Ricky Figment in there, brother. Right, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all the dragons. Um, but hey, Ricky got involved. He got he got an arm drag, Big Bill. I'm pretty certain, right? Uh, he got a big spot in. Yeah, he yeah. got he got physical. He got physical. I want to watch
0: multiple um, arm drags.
1: Now we had the BCC, Claudio and Yuda versus Eddie Kingston and Katsuyori Shibata. Who boy? Uh, yeah,
2: great oh boy indeed.
1: Uh, Shibata was smacking the heck out of Wheeler Yuda. Shibata did not come to play no. that, that evening. <laughs> yeah, he said, "This is my favorite young boy to son." <laughs> right. Um, this was awesome, and I love the finish of Eddie and Claudio. Were obviously, like the marquee there, and the finish of, you know, it kind of broke down, and Eddie just basically European uppercutting. He hit the neutralizer on, oh, no. Claudio hit the neutralizer on Eddie. Eddie kicks out, and then in, the, like, you know, the breakdown of the tag match, um, Claudio hits a European uppercut and just beats him one two three real quick. Yeah, yeah. Very much like it's a Ring of Honor finish, if I've ever seen one, of just, you know, you wear down an opponent that, like, something that shouldn't, you know.
2: Got his HP all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... It was like
1: me and uh Wrestle Empire, but uh
2: Um Actually I don't know, it's more like Smash Bros. where like you have yes! to put the damage up and then just like one little tap will F knock help. him out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh yeah. I thought this match was really, really great for the character stuff. Um Eddie Kingston is my boy, uh so I will always be into whatever mm-hmm. match he's doing. Uh the stuff with him and Claudio right now I think is for me like one of my like favorite feuds going on. The title versus
1: title of author Ash.
2: Yeah, man, that's gonna be great. Um and that promo segment I thought was really well done too on um yep. uh, Dynamite. Uh that being said, uh as fun as this match was, um on purely just like, oh, they're doing cool moves uh that I really, really like. Um not much story going on here. It was a dynamite match. Yeah, it was a dynamite match. Um it was a very good dynamite match. Um and one, you know, that obviously was good enough to be on a pay per view.
1: Yeah, um, But not like my match of the night or anything, but no. still very, very good. Uh, then we had Cano State Takeshita beating Kenny Omega, clean as a whistle, blue thunder bomb from the top rope, backdrop driver. I mean, Takeshita was trying to kill this man. Don Calis literally tried to kill Kenny with a screwdriver to the head. Hey, Kitty man,
2: with- that's what you get when you have the
1: one true god of pro wrestling in your corner. <laughs> I will say this. Um, he beat Kenny clean, and we did not see Kenny on Dynamite for, like, the first time in a long time, so I wonder where this is going to go from here. I assume this going to continue, but, like... No, nah, he's retiring. <laughs> he's done for. Him and Daniels at the same time. But, uh, <laughs> um, no, this
2: this one, another one on that's on my match of the year list.
1: Um, but, uh... I don't think it was five stars when Meltzer rated it. I think I'd give it, like, a four and a half. But I still think it was really good. Yeah, you're kind of cutting hairs, but, um... <laughs> Yeah, the, uh,
2: the dynamics between Kenny and Dawn, I think, are, like, the core of this one. Yeah. Um, and seeing how Dawn, uh, takes this, <laughs> I don't know, like, evil stepmother <laughs> kind of role, uh, yeah. into Kesha. um, uh, is, I think, really, really entertaining, um, but yeah, this was basically just like a DDT match, yeah. like from like way back in 2008. You know, even Kenny putting on the the, the old green DDT and yellow. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Basically, a new version of it. Exactly.
2: Um, so, I thought that this was uh, just a, a phenomenal match. Um, Kanosuke is so just like one of the most naturally gifted uh, like strikers that I've seen, I love that to catch the line that he does, Yeah, it looks like he, like, snaps his whole body back. Um, Yeah, just, I can I can watch these two all day, and they put on a great one.
1: And then we had the Bang Bang Gang versus um, FT Bucks, as Noah calls it, and a pretty good, I mean, this was a dynamite, or, this was a collision match, mm. but it was a good match. It was a very good collision match. It was a match. very good collision match, when the right team won! Jay White gets yeah. another one over the Bang Bang Gang. Guns up! Come on, guys, let's go. I mean, that's that's really. Do you have anything else? That's really that important about this match. Um, the Bucks oddly over in Chicago. Uh, yeah. so that's good. <laughs> they were wearing the gear from the brawl out too. Yeah, so. that's right. That's right. Um, um, but nobody is as over as the Bang Bang Gang. Oh no, for sure. I, with that being said, we're gonna take a quick PSA break. We go back. We'll talk about that main event and a little bit of dynamite. See you then. Welcome back to WABGO. We were talking about the main event of AEW All Out 2023: John Maxley versus Orange Cassidy. This is like, no I wonder, Noah's week was so bad. Not only did he lose the titles, but then he had to watch John Knoxley win in the main event in a fantastic match. This could be—is this on your match of the year? This it is. is, It's online. Absolutely, it's it's up there for me. Probably in the top ten. I thought it was really well done. Aren't you the spear? um yeah, it did it. he did, he finally after all the years the lazy kicks became real kicks um orange was throwing everything at mox and it, it was the perfect of like and encapsulated his reign of like he should quit like he's so banged up like everything hurts kind of thing but like he won't like he like mox had to like he hit him with a death rider he had to hit him with like a super ultra death rider directly on the head it's to that, put it's that fighting spirit man yep he had, he had Orange bleeding. And then afterwards, the the OC chants to thank you, Orange, and the best friends coming out with a bloodied orange with the sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. And he said, Chris, it's your time now. Oh, riding off in the sunset. Which he's not because he came back in Dynamite. He's like, I'm not leaving. Right, right. I ain't leaving. Uh, and I did like how th- – this is one thing I'll say about Dynamite this next week. I really liked how normally AEW does pay-per-views and they just don't really like, capitalize on it. I feel like they did a really good job of weaving what happened to the pay-per-view to the thing with Orange coming out and then Mox coming out after Orange. And who was who did he fight in the open challenge? Uh Andrew. Yeah. Um, Man,
0: Chris Jericho made.
1: And like and and or no, he fought A.R. Fox. Yes and uh, on that's Dynamite. Right. That's right. Because Fox Orange first came first. out and he and Mox came through the crowd and Orange and you could see how like visibly upset Orange was. And then Fox came out and Orange kind of looked at Fox with Darby because you know they have history when he decked. OC back Mm -hmm. then and kind of look backstage I thought I just thought it was a really good job at like weaving past stories together what did you think of this match
2: um this was I think probably uh the best possible showcase for why secondary titles matter yes um and what you can do with a secondary title if you really put your mind to it Mm um you know Having and this this story beat of Orange is getting you know beat down and hurt with each successive defense um, is so like deceptively simple that you know it it would be I think easy for a lesser performer than Orange Cassidy to take that and. To, like, I don't know. Try to try to make it really, you know, over the top and really obvious. Mm -hmm. uh, You know, the signs of breaking down. But because of the nature of that character, it's all inward. Yes. And you have to read it onto him. Um. So like, you know, because he's he's like he's a blank slate, right? And so you can project your feelings of the hurt that he's going through the perseverance that he needs you can you can put all of that onto him um and that's exactly you know what i got out of it and i think you know there's uh, no better way to to take it from him than somebody who is not going to you know wrestle him who is going to take it by force yeah in in moxley um you know so i thought that yeah it was just a a wonderful like crowning moment for cassidy after years of having people you know go on and on about how his character's killing the business and how he'll never get over and all this sort of stuff and how it's too niche and too weird and look look everything. what he's done now exactly um and uh I, I hope that this establishes a legacy for the international title as being the workhorse title, yep. which putting it on Mox absolutely does, I think. Mox is there all the time, and he he ain't going nowhere. Yeah. If, you know, his Pascala defenses are anything to go by. So, uh, yeah, fantastic match. Give it a watch if you haven't. Um, it's certainly up there. Yep, great
1: match. I uh, do want to mention real quick, we're not going to talk about this. Braun Breaker tried to murder Von Wagner on live TV and NXT. They oh, did a spot yeah, where they basically cut away, and it looked like Braun just like smashed his head between two things. I'm like, That's crazy. It looked anyway. like
2: the, uh, the U.S. agent in the – if you guys watched the Falcon and the Winter Soldier show. Yes! He takes the Captain America shield and just like brings it down <laughs> on a dude's head. like Crazy.
1: I do. We don't have a lot of time to talk about this, but let's mention some quick runoffs. Emmy Sakura and Chris Statler had a phenomenal match on Dynamite this week. As we mentioned, A.R. Fox and M. Mox had a pretty good match – one of the best King Kong Larrys I've ever seen. Um, Jericho and Garcia, not Garcia, uh, Guevara. Yes. Beat Aussie Open in a phenomenal match. Sadly beat Aussie Open. Joe and MJF had a, like a 20-minute promo segment. That was awesome. Ro- Adam! Oh, Adam! we didn't even talk about pathetic Roderick Strong. And his graphics, bro? Yeah. It's oh. so good. I'm so glad Alex is here to rant about this man. He is so. I think Alex sees the vision now with
2: with Roderick Strong. Yeah,
1: it is. He is the best, especially wearing the neck brace down and then taking it off. And then the him versus Darby is Darby with the bad back against the Messiah of the Backbreaker. Uh, Darby's gonna die on national TV one
2: of these days if he's not.
1: (laughs) Nick Wayne and Darby also had a phenomenal match. Mm. Um, and Hangman versus Swerve, guys. Oh man, I if we had
2: time, I would make like 30 minutes about that promo segment and how Swerve could automatically be at the top of this company. Yep.
1: Um and then um Joe and Penta had a pretty good match on Collision, mm-hmm. Roddy and Darby as we mentioned. Um who else? Ba, 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 yeah, Jade. Gable and Gunther. Jade return. We Jade, Gable and Gunther. Gable and Gunther is another match of the year. Another match of the year. Um, we're gonna probably get to them next week. I think they had a segment this week on Raw, so I think I'm gonna do a little, ton of time to talk about Gable and Gunther next week. Is a, a little bit. Of, we had payback too, so that's you know heavy load there. Um, and then Phoenix came back. Jellico's on – they got the Lucha guys on uh, Aerostar. Yeah, and that's right. Formerly known as Drago. Uh, I don't remember his name. Dios del uh, Informundo. Good. I was not going to pronounce that. Yeah. <laughs> there was no way. You and Kevin Kelly both. <laughs> yeah. um, Starks attacked Daniel uh, – Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. in, in maybe name- his uh, last year. Last year. Yeah. I think last year full time. Yeah, maybe. Although gonna, I don't know. I heard that he's gonna be brought back special attraction, but this last year full time.
2: I don't know which... how much I trust Brian Cody Rhodes taught me how fun it is to lie. I love lying. Yeah, lying,
1: Danielson. Yeah. That is a direct quote. But any any last things we have before we hit that outro?
0: John Moxley's gonna be champion, I should have stayed fired. He's literally gonna <laughs> be on every
1: show defending that title, so get ready, buddy. Um with that being said, yeah, there we go. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to WWE Joe on boogie 91.1 FM. If you want to follow the show, you can follow us on any of your podcast players of choice. Should be the episode out pretty soon. We will be back next week at 9 o'clock for another hour of riveting wrestling content. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at ByLoganHerson. You can follow Noah at Noah underscore 64. Cooper doesn't have a Twitter, but any last comments, Cooper? I, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. With a tear in my eye. Goodbye, and good night. Bang!